Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for your ROH post show. I'm so excited to be here with Reg. Oh, there we are. We just went live. Sorry, I got a little laggy there. Hello, how are you? We're redoing an intro on air this time. How about that, Rich? We right here, right into it. Straight up. Hello, hello, everybody. It's ROH Post Show with Reg and Kate. We are there. Out. See, you don't even need a host anymore. You're taking it away. That's it. Easy as that. I love it. I love it. I was just so anxious to talk about Ring of Honor. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. What a shocking ending we got, too. I'm still kind of like, whoa, whoa, unexpected stuff's going on here. Wow. I know. I figured when they were closing with the pure title instead of the world title, something cool must have been going on, but I didn't think it was going to be that. That's pretty rad. But before we dive into anything, I'm going to ask you, wonderful people watching at home, to get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. This is your ROH post show for episode three of our rebooted ROH for March 16th. Mm. I'm so excited to talk about it. And Reg, off the bat, I got to say, these two hours fly by. So I was like, the past two weeks, I felt like ROH was my favorite show. And then yesterday, we got just the most incredible episode of Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I don't think it's going to beat it out. But when you get Willie Max twerking in the ring, like in the first 15 minutes of the show... I mean, if there's any way to kick it off and try to have a competition to that dynamite last night, it's Willie Mac twerking the ring with Claudio on his way. Yeah, it's the only way. I think so, too. I think so, too. But we got a whole lot more than that. I love Mm -hmm. that we get through 10 matches in two hours. Things move quick here. Absolutely adorable. Were there 10 matches? There were 10 matches again. That's crazy. Like, I can't, I like, I, my brain is like, no, there were not 10 matches. Those go by way too quickly, but in a good way. Like, I don't know. I'm blown away that they keep doing this 10 match format. Like, remember before the show started, we were all like, how long is the show going to be? What's the debate? Blah, 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 blah. But it's like, no, this two hours is like perfect. It goes by awesome. So quickly, I think the style that they they film in, there's not a lot of filler. I mm-hmm. think having no commercials, of course, mm-hmm. not only helps with you just have more time to play with, but the helps pacing just 
just flies by on these and it helps when you start with something like a world title match. I was mm -hmm. surprised this went on first. I was delighted to see it though. Claudio and Willie Mack, just so much fun here. So mm -hmm. much fun to get us started. Willie Mack just immediately almost has that thing like Willow does where you're like, I'm just immediately in love with you. Like from the totally. second you step out from behind the curtain, mm -hmm. so much fun. Great to see him getting a spotlight here too. I feel like he's kind of been on the cusp for a while. Mm -hmm. um, so to see him show up in ROH in a world title match is really, really fun. But ultimately Claudio goes over with the flash uppercut on Willie Mack for the pinfall. Loved the innovative twerking offense that we got. Uh, I think Faye Jackson was out there tweeting that that was stolen yeah. from her. That's some infringement right there. But yeah. man, this hit really, really hard. This was like this was laying some stuff in. I really liked this. I I don't think every Cesaro match needs a swing, especially as mm -mm. a heel. Like we can mm -hmm. just get down to some good old fashioned nasty pro wrestling, which is what we got in this opener and. Word for me, Reg. What did you think? Oh, this is beautiful. The finish, Claudio just destroying Willie Mack with that European uppercut just out of nowhere. Claudio has so many things in his arsenal that he could do, so many ways he could finish a match. Ricola bomb, uppercuts, uh, sharpshooter. He could do anything. And just for to know that how the buck, Blackpool Combat Club is doing this hill thing and they're just gritty. And now he's just like, no, I'm just going to throw a really hard uppercut and just destroy this guy. This was a PWG Reseda match for me. This is a match you would, I would see back in the day out there. We're all sweaty. Willie Max on his way. Claudio <laughs> is just like the most incredible pro wrestler when it's like ring the bell. He could do anything on either side. He's incredible. He's antagonizing Eddie Kingston at every corner. This was perfect way to start the show and yeah the same willie mack i've had a relationship and things wanted to interact with this man for a really long time. i think 2010 is the first time i ever saw him wrestle my friend was wrestling at a place and he was like you have to see this guy willie mack he's an incredible pro wrestler and like since the first time it was wrestling love at first sight like seeing this guy and like you know he's a black wrestler he looks like me like all the things and then the bell rings and He's just so charismatic and he's doing these moonsaults and he's doing these big frog splashes and he's twerking and uh, infringing on Faye Jackson's intellectual property. She's not going to be <laughs> happy about that at all. Mm -mm. I want no parts of this. I know she's upset about it, but no, this is great. Great showcase. Claudio is mean and nasty, just like the rest of his homies are right now. Loved it. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We might end up with another court case with Faye Jackson. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. <laughs> really, she, Mac, but yeah. shout out to, uh, to ROH TV popping in and saying oh, hi. Hi, back hey, to what's you. what's up, we, ROH? That's super cool. That is super <laughs> cool. We got, um, a little love on, uh, Wednesday podcast. I do the Mark Order podcast, not on Fightful, mm -hmm. but AEW popped in there. We appreciate it. We appreciate ah, yeah. the hello. So, cool. so mm -hmm. that's super rad. Uh, but yeah, I thought, I thought this was fun. It was a, a really fun opener, too. Mm -hmm. I do feel like the crowd, you could tell it was like pretty dense tapings because they go up and down a lot. But yeah, starting with a world title match, you just got to be right back in it, right? Exactly. So some really, really good stuff there. was very, very happy to see it. And I was not the only one. We got some love from Meet Normus, mm -hmm. who very supportive here at Fightful all the time, saying, sup, Kate and Reg. Whoops, my chats are a little weird. I'm loving ROH. Willie Mac looks like my, my Uncle Danny at the cookout after too much gin. 
Straight Kate, up. I hired Smartmark <laughs> to investigate the fake Kate on QTV. <laughs> touch. Some people were noticing that there was a blonde gal with bangs. And I'll just I mean, tell you, I'm not mad about being compared to her. She's a beautiful gal. Thinking back know? about it now, I'm like, wait a second. Wait I'm a not, second I'm, here. She had a feather pen, too. I was yeah. like, all right. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're <laughs> right. What's going on here? <laughs> I love the QTV stuff. Perfect. I loved it. I'll never admit mm. it to him. But no, I loved it. Not. Really, I mean, really no fun. Way. No QT slander <laughs> on my timeline. Big homie really got his off at the end. So, yeah, we're on our way. <laughs> <laughs> I know that is correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, some really, really fun stuff in this next match as well. So get in those super chats and humper chats about it if you would, because I know I want to talk about Dante Martin and Mike Bennett. Holy oh, my cow. Goodness gracious, Kate. These guys really went at it. I feel like Mike Bennett was viewed as a reliable hand mm-hmm. and he is, but he's so much more than a guy who can yeah. give people good matches. This has mm-hmm. been a really great showcase of it. Uh, Dante Martin wins with a full Nelson slam here. Mm-hmm. I loved how this match was put together for so many reasons. Some of those corner spots were nuts, but what I loved about this match was I feel like, since coming over to AEW and ROH, Mike Bennett has gotten to show how versatile he is. He can work with any opponent and make them look great. Mm. And Dante, I feel like we got to see a bit of a different side of here. I feel yeah. like we know the insane things he can do, but there was a lot of times in this match where I feel like his strength was showcased, which we mm-hmm. don't always get to see a ton. Nobody had like a huge size advantage in this, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a nice matchup from that regard too, but... I felt like these guys tore it down. This is what I love about ROH is you see this work rate on what's kind of just like regular Mm -hmm. TV or regular streaming. Like this is a really, really high quality match where both of these guys showed out, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was, ah, oh man. Like Mike Bennett is like such a tremendous veteran in the way that he like leads matches and the way that he strikes in the way that he pile drives people on the ramps in the way that he structures things and uses um his veteran instincts to to carry any wrestler to a great match dante martin his strikes here in this match at points the point where mike bennett was up and he hit him with that integrity on the the oh. top rope and it was just like I, I usually I don't like that move because like too many wrestlers do it, but that one's like one of the best ones I ever seen. Followed up by that DVD into the Rana. Um, Dante Martin hit that double through the legs frog splash from the heavens. Ridiculous! Just, oh my goodness! Just beautiful work from both people here. I love that the Kingdom's bringing out this aggressive streak in top flight. Both guys are really angry. They're not just going out there with flips. They're still flips because everybody knows that flips are the best. But <laughs> there are some angry elements, some more aggressive elements from both members of Top Flight. And so in the end here, uh, the Kingdom tried to get one over, but Top Flight is not taking that. So, yeah, it's a, I'm liking what's going on here. I'm excited to see where they are at Supercard of Honor. Are they going to go with just a regular one-on-one? tag match or two-on-two tag match or are they going to be a part of the reach for the sky ladder match so it's interesting developments we did kind of see them playing both sides of the fence a little bit and both Mm -hmm. trios and the tag division you mentioned kind of later we saw a a nice promo that 
spoke to the anger that you were talking about. I mm-hmm. loved this from Dante. Dante yep. challenges the kingdom and tells them to either step up or take flight. He's going to yeah, light Taven's ass up next week. That promo this. was awesome from both of them. They were really just like locked in. They felt comfortable. Like usually we've seen a couple of the Dante promos where we're like, okay, he's like getting comfortable. But no, here in ROH, they're like, yo, we're top flight and we're cool and everybody loves us and we'll beat you up. So <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> We've said it a couple times that it just feels like everybody is so comfortable here. And, yes. and that showed through with, with Dante as well. And to your point about flips being the best, I do feel like even for people who are anti-flippy do, which I think it's kind of lame to not like a specific style of wrestling. Um, but I do feel like, man, when you can combine it with some of the spots that we saw today with Dante, where mm-hmm it feels so logical and so rooted and intentional that kind of silences those critics a little bit because everything is still so efficient. None of it feels superfluous or overdone in any way. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is not just flips for flips. I love flips for flips, but Dante Martin has like matured into like being this wrestler that he knows that if he hits flips at certain points, it's going to get an even bigger pop. So he's like, using it in better situations instead of just going out there being amazing. He is still amazing, but it's amazing for a reason now because he's growing up. We love it. I agree. And I think um, that's, that's also a symptom of Mike, Bet- Mike Bennett's veteran experience. Like you said before, exactly. like he's just pulling really, really awesome matches out of people. Mm-hmm. And we saw it with Darby, right. In the main event of yeah. Rampage a while back, totally. like that was another one where I was mm-hmm. just like, man, he's doing some really, really great work. But mm-hmm. after this, uh, we did see post-match Matt Taven attacking Dante. After the match, I love Darius's reaction here, too. Mm-hmm. It just felt very authentic. and Like, uh, that's my brother. What are y'all doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if someone beat my sister's ass down, that's how mm-hmm. I would act. I would, right. I would be very upset, and I would get in there and help her. So yeah. just very organic, very very easy feeling, a little less formulaic. Like, we don't mm-hmm. always get post-match beatdowns or whatever. So right. this was kind of nice. This was mm-hmm. really good. I yeah. couldn't believe this was just a second match on regular no, television. See, the, exactly what you're saying. We're getting such high quality matches. Like every week it's been like three super high quality could be main event matches that are just like on this ROH show to further storylines. <laughs> I crazy. think that's why it's so easy to watch is you're never mm-hmm. like nothing's ever lagging mm-hmm. at all. Mike from Indeed on the Fightful Overbook channel saying Dante Martin is Michelin star spot boo. Straight so up. That's real. 100%. He does things still. And I'm like, how? <laughs> how do you do that? <laughs> it's crazy. And RH saying, you're just missing one letter, RH. Mm-hmm. You're right there. You're- <laughs> I'm watching Bennett Martin the right O's now. The invisible. Dante's laying in those strikes. You're yeah. right. No, like, Dante was-, was really giving it up today. Yeah, it tells the story of them getting angrier, to your point. I really, mm-hmm. really liked it. So good stuff. And just keep on moving along. It's so refreshing how my rundown is just so match-focused. I appreciate mm-hmm. that about this program. Yeah. Uh, but we get Metalik and Blake Christian defeating the Trustbusters mm. in another great match. I, I'm worried these post-shows are going to get a little boring because it's just like these yeah, matches are Yeah, we're just going to be so like, well, good. that was awesome. That was great. Good one. That was a great one, too. It's like, okay. Uh-oh. Remember that one? That great match? Yeah, that was dope, but... <laughs> you guys talked about 10 really good matches? Boring. <laughs> That's 
that's it. Like, there's not a lot of flash here. I don't know what to tell you, but I can talk about ROH all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metalik winning with the Metalik driver on Slim J for the pinfall. Metalik is so fantastic. He's and cool. I don't know, something <laughs> with with him and Slim J, their chemistry today was just yeah. really good. Like, Slim J really showed out mm-hmm. in this a lot, um, which is important. Because his gimmick not only feels silly, but can feel certainly a little dated, I would say. Totally. Uh, but he is who he is. And yeah. but he's he he can go, man. This was super mm-hmm. fun. Um I, and I think episode three, we talked about this a little bit last week, still a little predictable because you're establishing mm-hmm. who's going to be profiled a little bit more. Some people are gonna be there to kind of take pins. I don't know. Um, if that's going to be the case entirely here with the trust busters, but like mm-hmm. this feels like, especially from what we see later, Metalik and Blake Christian are b- going to be pushed pretty heavily. And I couldn't be happier about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked a lot of things that were in this match. Metalik and Blake Christian are a really cool tag team. Uh, the end of the finishing stretch of this was really strong. There was a lot of great action going on. Metalik, the Metalik driver at the end was dope. Slim J plays a really good role here. He has been his entire run here in not only uh, ROH, but in AEW. His veteran role and the way that he is still like he was in 2002, so he still fits that role. But then he's also a totally different wrestler than that at the same time. And him and Arya Davari are really great tag team. I don't know if, this is, if at, to your point, they're going to play that. I don't want to say jobber because that's rude but are they gonna play the fall guys role every time that they're in the match is it gonna because it felt like that it's like okay they're setting this up to be you know they're setting up the meta leak and and uh christian and eventually ar fox stuff to being one of those tag teams so i don't know but you know if they're gonna be having great matches like this and slim j is gonna be playing this big strong i like that part where he just like was doing the short arm clotheslines i was like man Slim J's looking strong out there. And then he hit this like springboard reverse DDT thing. That was super cool. I'm like, okay, I like exactly what's going on here. So um, this match was fun too. Back to back, not another, I can't say a bad word about it. Like it all was awesome. Before we move on, I do want to ask you because the trust busters, who are they now? Like, is are we gonna get to see Sunny Kiss? Oh, no. I want to see Sunny Kiss on my screen. And I do too. It doesn't seem like Sunny Kiss is a part of this anymore. And we know that um, other people have moved on to other things, right? Swerve Stable has been absorbing. So, like, were they just a really short-lived faction? What's uh, going on here? Because Sunny uh, Kiss should be on one of my screens, my computer screen, my TV screen. I should be. I'd like to Sunny see Kiss Sunny Kiss that. over here in Ring of Honor. <laughs> if that's what's going on, like if the, if you're not going to use Sunny over here, yo, Sunny will be great over here in Ring of Honor. I don't know what this is. I don't. I don't know what. Because <laughs> like, isn't Devario part of like a different squad too with uh, uh, Mark Sterling and some other gang or something like? He's just, it's too convoluted. It's too mixed up. Like, just what's going on here? It's a weird team off rip anyways. But yeah, <laughs> I think the moral of this story is Sunny Kiss. We need Sunny Kiss somewhere out here. That's it. A hundred percent. I feel like Sunny Kiss should have been a baddie. Mm-hmm. Seems like we missed the boat on that one a little we bit. Missed but... the boat. Mm-hmm. So I'm hearing Sunny Kiss was on dark with the Trust Busters on Tuesday. So 
this we're is even just, more confused. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think some of that has to do with the ambiguity around who's in a tag team, who's in the trios division. I'm thinking that all gets settled a little bit more after Supercard. And mm-hmm. I think they're figuring that out in AEW as well. It seems like they're they're starting to draw those lines a little bit, which I'm excited about. They are. So good stuff there. We also get a video package right after this, which just I love how quick this moves. I like that about Rampage mm-hmm. too. Sometimes you get video packages and you're not like, all right, where's the popcorn? We got a video package. It's just like yeah, it's a minute yeah. long. Yeah. It's super clean. Just give me the story. I don't need like the whole thing. Like give it up really quick. Yeah, or and just even a, just an advancement of the story. Like not mm-hmm. every video package has to be a recap. And I, I mm-hmm. really like the use of that. But um we got a, a nice one for Samoa Joe and Mark Briscoe. And we hear from mm-hmm. Mark Briscoe reminding us that the TV championship is his destiny at Supercard. Mm-hmm. His destiny will be fulfilled. Very excited. So that match is official for Supercard of Honor. That card is looking to shape up to be crazy. crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about it. I should probably ask Sean if we're doing a post show about it. Mm-hmm. Saying that on camera, so I remind myself to do that later. I'm going to be there live too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You Los are. Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm very right. excited so, about it. So yeah. we'll definitely find a window to talk about it mm-hmm. if that's immediately after or not, because that is going to be a dense one million weekend. percent. But this Mark Briscoe promo was super cool. He gets into the small Joe stuff, but he's like, but before that, Smart Mark came and interrupted me when I was trying to get my little promo off. So I'm about to beat up Tony Nese next week, and that's going to be a really cool match. Seeing Mark Briscoe on these shows, like, it's an unfortunate situation always that it had to kind of how we got here. And, like, knowing that previously this probably this could have possibly not been happening, but being able to see him on a weekly basis on all the programs being one of my top five favorite tag teams of all time, I love it. So I'm super excited about what's going to go on next week with Tony Nese. And the Samoa Joe match at Supercard of Honor is going to be a fight and a fire and just incredible. They're going to beat the hell out of each other. Ugh. You're going to be there live for it. Mm-hmm. Yes, so yes, jealous. yes. Mm. <laughs> Can't wait. That rules. That rules. I'm so happy. I mean, I had to be there. I'm the reason that it's happening. We all know the story. We don't have to recap it. It's fine. It's true. I mean, it is. <laughs> it is. You're the reason it's happening. The media mm-hmm. man making yeah, Sam you know, Punk cry, you know, booing you know. MJF on the way out. You know, you know, just, just keep marking my list up. Keep marking my list up. Keep marking my list up. Moves over there, Reg. <laughs> I'm happy about it. Yes. I'm also happy. We get Eddie Kingston versus Jeeves SK. Jeeves. Mm-hmm. The former VSK, the current Jeeves K. Uh, a, a fantastic talent. He did some good work in, at Impact under the learning tree of phenomenal talent on the indies for, for a long time before that as well. Mm-hmm. Very happy to see him getting a match here. Uh, went the way this you ma- This was some shenanigans, definitely, this whole thing. Eddie Kingston was just trying to antagonize Claudio the whole time. Claudio's coming out. Of course he has coffee because if he's not in the wrestling ring, there's a coffee cup in his hand, so that was probably the most believable part of this whole scene, I think. It's just Claudio <laughs> out there randomly with the cup of coffee. Because, like, if you see Claudio out somewhere and he's not uppercutting somebody, he's drinking coffee. He probably could do both. He's got one. Honestly, I'm surprised he hasn't yet. <laughs> That'll be – see, to me, that's more impressive than the swing, to be honest. Mm-hmm. If you can lay in the uppercut to the level he does with a coffee and not spell it on yourself – 
People don't realize that's where the real skill is. That's <laughs> where the real see. skill is. I don't know how he doesn't have a sponsorship yet for a coffee, but I know it's it, it's happening. It's coming. Everybody's mm-hmm. still getting used to being a uh, a free independent contractor. A real life from, independent from contractor. Like, oh, yes, yeah, exactly. can go out and get my own sponsors. <laughs> but that is how this ends. Claudio Castagnoli is watching the match at ringside with his coffee. Spilled on him because Eddie Kingston just tosses Chiefs Gay right where he was seated at ringside. Love Eddie mouthing off here. Hilarious. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. I was, <laughs> love this guy. I, he's just the most made for Kate wrestler in the world. Totally. He, he came out with blood on his face and a gasoline can in his hand and ever it stole my heart. I loved no him before back. that, but mm-hmm. you come out looking like a zombie and you're bloodied up Yankee shirt with the gasoline can. I'm I'm in love with you. That's yeah. how it ends. But ending with a stretch plum here for the win. Good stuff. This story mm-hmm. just keeps advancing. I love this for Eddie. I love him being in a title picture. Mm-hmm. Um, the way he quit AEW I thought was like a really fun thing because he's just he's just so believable in everything he does that you you know he's there. He can mm-hmm. say the 1099 thing. It's the same holding company. Totally, you're, still, yeah, you're all the same. Tony Khan's back there either way, bro. Yeah, your your uh, <laughs> your tax return says Tony Khan. You know, yeah. it's coming, from, <laughs> coming from the same guy. But super mm-hmm. super fun stuff here. And I just loved Claudio at ringside. He just looks so damn cool. Yeah. I much prefer the Blackpool Combat Club heel, and we're gonna talk about that in the main event a little bit too. But mm-hmm. they're just so badass and. Mm-hmm. They should be cocky with how good they are. Like, totally. Is that where you're believable? Into? Yeah, it's yeah. believable when it's like Moxley's up there and it's like, damn, he really is a badass in this world. And then Claudio is keep showing, like, you guys thought I was this person, but I'm really this person. And we're like, oh shit. And then, yeah, in the main event, we'll really get into what <laughs> this <sighs> person <laughs> is transformed into that I just can't believe. I like that Eddie Kingston is like, Okay, I'm just gonna piss Claudio off into getting this match. Like he's not gonna accept me as being this honorable person. I'm just gonna make him so mad that it's I'm gonna force him into this match. And each week Claudio keeps being like, Oh, I hate this one. Because why was he out there if you don't care about him? If you don't care about him, Claudio, why are you sitting in the front row being so invested in his match? Huh? Why huh? why are you sitting huh? out there and you're high fashion and your coffee i'm with mm-hmm. you i'm with you eddie's getting under his skin a very clever way to tell that story just to have someone at ringside but super fun stuff there absolutely mm-hmm. just so in on eddie kingston and speaking of people i am in on this version of athena holy yeah. hell this was Athena versus Hyen in a Proving Ground match. I'm so excited to see Proving Ground matches mm-hmm. back, Reg. Mm-hmm. So if you aren't familiar and someone had commented last week that they appreciate when I slow down and explain certain things to them because they're watching ROH they're for new. the first time. Mm-hmm. They didn't know about Pure Division and things like that. So a Proving Ground match has a 10-minute time limit. And if the person in it can hang with the champ for that long, meaning not lose or if they win within that time, they get a title shot. So what I love about Proving Ground matches is it's a really great way to set up a title shot outside the rankings. You can have someone earn that title shot without your champion actually losing. And you could also pull a fun upset here. And it just immediately makes that person feel really important. So you're not pinning your champion for no reason. There's something right. at stake here if you do decide to have your champion lose, but... 
buddy, that's not the way this one went. <laughs> yeah, no, Athena's like, yeah, okay, cool, Kate. Don't care about none of that stuff. You're just talking right there. <laughs> She's like, that's cute. Put whatever stipulations you want on. I don't Say care. whatever. You can call this match whatever you want. We could put the title on the line. It's not going to matter. I'm going to destroy this person. And Hyen's an incredible talent. She has a lot of great things coming up. Great to see her back here. But this Athena is just angry. She, I feel like every single match that she has is like she's proven a point of her whole career of like, y'all thought I was this. Y'all thought y'all can do this and put me in these positions, but this is who I am. And so every single time that I'm on screen, I'm going to be the best wrestler in the world. And she's in contention to be the best wrestler, not just women's wrestler, but all of wrestling because she is just locked in right now. And high in this beating you took here, I'm sorry. I don't, I'm sorry. Dear God, <laughs> Athena wins with the cross face here, but she actually won this match a little earlier. She yeah, actually totally. won this match at that sunset bomb on the floor. Mm, Dear mm. Lord. I'm sorry. RIP High End's back. I'm so mm. sorry. That looks Jeez. brutal. But I also just Ooh. love um I don't it's more than confidence. It's like mm-hmm. a vicious confidence. It's more than confidence. Yeah, whatever the next level above confidence, that's what that's the level that Athena is at right now. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. it's with an anger. It's not like a cool guy thing either. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a really really fun flavor that I don't think we have a lot of in women's wrestling right now. Like mm-hmm. we've seen characters like this before, but right now this feels kind of unique to her. It does. Which I I love it. I mm. absolutely love it. Um, Post match, we of course get her slamming Hyen's head into the title. Yeah, Jeez <laughs> Louise beating up referees, and it's I, it feels so. Um, it's not like I beat her head into the title or mm-hmm. look at me up in this rough state. Like it feels so authentic. I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes post match stuff can just feel like a. And then there was a beatdown. This all feels yeah. fluid from her. Mm-hmm. It, everything really does. Fluid fluidity is a great way to describe it because it feels like this time it won't be a post match beatdown. And she's like, "Let me just get my little belt." No, I'm going to get you a post match beatdown every time. I was just kidding. And then it's like the post match beatdown is always brutal and adding on to her character of like. I'm going to beat you up in the match. The match is going to be over before it's over. Then it's going to be over. Then I'm going to beat you up some more. So everybody knows when you're in the ring with me, it's not going to be an easy night. Yeah. Oh, and it feels like those post matches are getting more and more vicious as we go Mm -hmm. on too, which is just fun. Like that's just just like, she's like, send me some real competition. You guys, I'm going to keep beating these people up so bad that you just better. I'm going to force you to give me somebody that I don't do this to a great story 11 and (laughs) oh in ring of honor too (laughs) quickly climbing the charts later we see her get interviewed backstage and she says that yuka sakazaki is in japan because she's afraid of her challenges her to a match at supercard this card is super it's 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 (laughs) It's real there's no joke with that no great great name i mean that was always a supercard was always historically one of the best shows of the year for ring of honor and the one, one of the most action packed, but what's great about this card over most super card of honors, because it's been attached to, you know, mania weekends for so long that a lot of them were like super, super cards, which means we're going to bring in people from Japan. We're going to bring in people from Mexico. We're going to bring in all these outsiders because we're in an area with so many outsiders, 
But this super card of honor is so ring of honor that it's like, they're like, we don't need no outsiders. We're going to get the people that we've been building on this show for the last couple of weeks to be the super card. But the matches that they are announcing are super. So it's like, let's go. I'm excited. No joke. A lot of love for this match too. Shame monster saying Athena out the gate is in the running for woman of the year. I agree. Yep. Mm-hmm. I would expand that to even just say wrestler of the year. This is yeah. such fun work from her. 1000%. Um, where did that comment go? Man, my stream yard hating me today. Yep. Hating me. There it goes. Mm-hmm. There it goes. But we did get another wonderful chat from Brett Lockman who said Athena is a super villain at this point, daring people to stop her. Yeah. Knowing that few can, that's a really great way to put it. I'm mm-hmm. just like, try me, man. Yeah, seriously. She's like, do it. I'm right here. You know where to find me. It kind of feels like when people didn't hate Ronda Rousey, when she was in UFC and she was on the run that she was, it, mm-hmm. this feels like the pro wrestling version of that a little bit. She was talking yeah. a ton of shit because she could, exactly. because she was destroying everyone. Mm-hmm was awesome. RH saying Athena is on a level all on her own and she's owning everyone on every level. <laughs> I'm yeah. so happy to see her climb and grow from when she started to now. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, like, I try not to do the comparison across the pond thing, especially with, like, talent that have worked in both places. It's There's so many factors that go into how someone presents you, but it watching this tonight i was like it is actually comical sincerely comical that they were like you need to wear fishnets yeah whatever like it's it's funny at this point when you see her in a match and you're like oh this is why you were so angry that they were trying to get you to do all this bullshit because you were like no i know if you guys give me the ball i'm gonna run it all the way in and shove it down your throat and kick it down your throat and shove it down your throat some more like she's shown that's that's why i'm saying like Every match, every opportunity, every time she's on camera, she's like, no, I'm Athena. I'm the best in the whole world. I don't care. It's great to see. She's so cool. She scary. is so cool. It's very, it's really refreshing. Mm-hmm. It's really refreshing. Whatever happened to that Jody Threat match, man, was like the yeah. best thing for her. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but whatever happened. I don't happened, know what kind of switch happened. I don't know what she ate that day, how she woke up without <laughs> the bed she was on that morning, but whatever it was. Thank you. We are here for it, but we have a nice, a quick promo. This was a little confusing to me. I don't have a lot of complaints about tonight's show, and I don't even know if this is a complaint. I'm just a little Mm. confused, but we get Metalik and Blake Christian, who are interviewed backstage, talking about how happy they are to be in ROH together. Christian said he made a call to AR Fox, and they accept the Trustbusters challenge for next week's show says to keep a close eye on the trios match later in the night. Mm-hmm. So. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Like AR Fox can't just be for rent. <laughs> 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 I don't want to 
I that. think he is, though. <laughs> it seems like he is. Look, he has shown that you can plug him into just about any situation and he's going to mm-hmm. put on a star maker performance, period. Mm-hmm. But I think part of it is because Top Flight is here. like in this Yeah, and it just, right just kind of happened. Like, they're still, like, in a week, Tony Khan will announce another Dynamite match with, like, AR Fox and Top Flight. So, in that case, it does kind of make it weird. Like, well, isn't he their friend? Why he's why is he your guys' friend now? But it's that's honestly AR Fox's characters. He's everybody's homie. So, like, if you're like, damn, who could we call? Oh, let's call AR Fox. He'll come through. And then AR Fox is like, yeah, I'll definitely come through. And then there you go. Then you want to go put on an <laughs> incredible match? All right. Yeah. No, I'm game. That sounds fun. Let's do it. No complaints about that. I have no complaints about seeing that trio, I don't think. But I, yeah. it's just a little bit like that's what I mean about kind of the ambiguity about. Are they a trio in AEW and right. the top flights a tag team here? But I think I can that's understand just, that. Yeah, I, th- I think that's mm-hmm. just baby steps of kind of identifying who's on what roster and in what capacity. Right. Which, if that's my biggest complaint, I'll take it because mm-hmm. that's a that's a really really easy complaint to solve and kind of a fun one to have. To be honest, <laughs> right? And then we get something that I didn't even know was like on on the radar. I hadn't seen this in any of the spoilers. I was so excited to see Silas Young back in action. Mm-hmm. That uh, was cool. Yeah, we got both these things. This whole this whole angle was really cool. This was. I like what this set up. I thought this was a a fun intro. Silas Young is just one of those guys that you look at him and you're like, I understand who you are entirely. Mm-hmm. Like he is a a moment in time of a type of wrestler. Uh, it's, it's not even like the tagline or anything of who he is, but you can just every ounce of who he is kind of fits it exactly is. what what he presents. It's it's so much fun. Um, he wins with the is it the peachy waja waja mm-hmm. waha mm-hmm. plunge. He wins with mm-hmm. the plunge. Yeah. I'm Marcus Cross for the pinfall mm-hmm. here. But he cuts a promo after the match, which I really liked. He kind of makes a case for himself for the next TV champion. Mm-hmm. Really, really liked this. And he's interrupted by Shane Taylor, mm-hmm. one of the best themes in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Twitter was blown up about what a banger of a theme it is. Yep, I liked uh, it a lot. Shane Taylor says he was the most dominant television mm-hmm. uh, champion in ROH history. And he challenges Silas Young next week. Yep. This is the type of stuff I love to see. This isn't oh, yeah. for the title. Mm-mm. But this is for the pride that's kind of around it and probably moving up for a contendership of some sort. We'll probably mm-hmm. see rankings of some sort come back into play on this. Mm-hmm. I, I thought this was great. I'm so happy to see Shane Taylor back in ROH. He was doing such cool work before ROH shut down. His, um, you want to talk about one minute backstages that were impactful. When Maria Canellis was running the women's uh, tournament, and Trisha Dora was in it and lost. Mm-hmm. She had such a great showcase there. And she came backstage and was just sobbing. And right. you see her with her head in her hands. And Shane Taylor just reach his hand out and mm-hmm. say, You're a queen. Your head should never be down. We're gonna mm-hmm. show you who Trisha, we're gonna show the world who Trisha Dora is. Uh, I was in tears. And yeah. it it took only a minute. I watched it back today and had the same just like goosebumps, emotional reaction. And mm-hmm. I wonder. You know, it's so open right now. If he's challenging for the television title, I would guess he, it's he's probably on a solo run, but we'll see yeah. if STP comes back into play. Some of his guys are elsewhere doing other things, so mm-hmm. that works. But I was just thinking about what an effective promo that was and what an asset Shane Taylor is in, in that way. 
are are you as excited about this as I am? I'm happy to see him there. Yeah, I liked a lot about what went on here in this uh, match with Silas Young. Of course, I always like to see throwbacks to Ring of Honor, and uh, Silas Young is a big throwback to Ring of Honor. He uh, had a Silas Young-style match and a Silas Young-style promo. Shane Taylor coming back uh, is awesome to see because he worked so hard, along with Jonathan Gresham, like we talked about a couple weeks ago. He worked so hard to get the brand of Ring of Honor over when a lot of people weren't really checking for Ring of Honor. And he carried that Ring of Honor championship, te- television championship, like he said, with great, you know, he really did it. And so I love to see the both of them squaring off here. And yeah, that theme is pretty fire, honestly. Like, I'm liking that a lot. So <laughs> wherever they're going here, another thing that I liked about it was the Silas Young saying, I want to be Ring of Honor television champion. Anybody establishing championships that's not directly in line, I'm always a huge fan of that because that's how pro wrestling should be. I always say that every world championship should be like the 24-7 title was. Like, people should just be running after. Like, you should be backstage. People (laughs) should be like, let me get that belt. Like, that's the belt. That's why we're all here. Like, why is everybody just casually being like, it's great to win a match? No. I want to be the champ. I want to fight that fool next. Like, I want to see him next week. I Actually, I'm going to go find him backstage right now. Like, it should be, like, sought after. So everybody should always be heading towards a championship, not just like, I'm happy to be here. I'm having a great time. No, you need to tell these people what you want. And Silas Young came out and told us what we want, what he wants. Especially in these earlier episodes, like, especially in the kind right. of establishing episodes, like, make those titles feel important off the mm-hmm. bat. I'm totally with you on that. And I'm just going to remind the good people watching us to stay tuned for the Impact Post Show right after this. Mm-hmm. We're, we're coming down the home stretch. We got a little bit more to get through here, but more fun stuff going on after this. If you tuned in last week and you didn't get a chance to see Cresta because she was out sick, you get to see Cresta the Star. She's back. Woo-hoo. She's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, very glad. She, just glad she's feeling better, like person yeah, to person. But Cresta totally. the Star is a star. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. such a blast. You're just going to fall absolutely in love with her she's just so contagiously passionate about she's cool impact. definitely she's stick around angel will be there but more importantly mm-hmm. also send in your super chats send in your humper chats to get your question or statement read on air with humper chats too um if they're you're watching this after i think especially because this is streaming we get a lot of views thankfully um yeah after we're live if you have thank questions you. that you want to send in <laughs> yes thank you for that we appreciate it <laughs> Um, you go to humperchats.com and just just mark that as for me and Reg and we can answer it the following week. I know some people yeah. were saying like, oh, I, I can't watch it live. Um, but we appreciate you watching whenever you choose to. That's the benefit of a, a streaming service. And mm-hmm. we appreciate you keeping up with us on that. Yeah, so, so cool. thank you for that. And we move right along. I just love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got a we do have a ch- chat here that says, Welcome back, STP. Shocked not one promotion signed Shane Taylor in 2022. Seeing him back in ROH just feels right. Mm-hmm. Insert him immediately in the world championship picture and hook it right to my veins. Mm-hmm. I do feel like he should get there. I think him versus Eddie Kingston would be a hell of a program if they put Eddie over my those, prom- those promos will be crazy. <laughs> they really would. Yeah. They really would. They're like mm-hmm. so operate from like similar places. I feel like they do. Such a blast. Those uh, blue collar badass boys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. I think um I I 
I think Shane Taylor is almost in the Eddie Kingston camp where his best strength is also kind of a, not a weakness, but makes him not need to necessarily be near a title to make you feel invested. That's how I always felt. But that being said, he was doing great work with the six man titles before Mm. ROH shut down too. Really, really fun stuff. So I'm sure, I hope that he's around to stay for sure. And And on that, on that, I think we'll see the rest of the Shane Taylor promotions here very soon. I think they're just going to try to establish Shane Taylor for a little bit, but I'm sure that they'll be somewhere here behind him. I think so too. It feels like, especially with the trios division, that's the thing we probably know the least about with ROH. So Mm -hmm. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get to see that. Hopefully we'll mm-hmm. get to see in full force STP. But I mean, some uh, one match we're going to come up here with talking about later. One of these members that used to be in Shane Taylor's promotions. Oh, oh, yeah, let's get to that. Let's get to that. I have a <laughs> lot of thoughts on that match, honestly. Yeah. Do you? Okay, well, let's get right into the ROH World Six-Man Tag Team Championship match. Mm-hmm. The Embassy, Brian Cage, Khan, and Leona. With mm-hmm. Prince Nana, of course, commentary great again tonight, doing great work putting over Prince Nana for people who might not have seen him before versus yep. Dalton Castle and Brandon and Brent Tate, the boys. Mm-hmm. Shay Monster saying so. Leona murdered a boy with that apron sent on. <laughs> yeah, it uh, <laughs> oh that was so brutal. RIP His- Brandon Boy, I think it was Brandon. your head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it, it was either a good sale or ouch, but yes, brutal. Quite possibly a little bit of both. Yeah, quite possibly, but Con winning here, uh, pinning both the boys at the same time to retain mm-hmm. the titles. Loved the storytelling here. I thought the strategy off the bat from the embassy was like take take them out at the head, right? Take out mm-hmm. Dalton, um, and you're kind of working with two guys who are looking for their leader a little bit. I thought that was super, super fun. Yeah. Um, But you said you have a lot of thoughts here. What do you think? Yeah. You know, the embassy and this, with this, this team with cage and Toa and Khan, I haven't really been 100% on, on them for the, for most of this. I like all these guys individually. I think that they're uh, very talented. Uh, I'm PWG young boy. So Brian cage has been, uh, one of my favorites for a long time. And I don't know. I just haven't felt like things have clicked until tonight. This match right here that these guys had was awesome. They were all super brutal. Toa, when he was hitting on the mat and the way that he was, that, that senton on the apron was so brutal. Khan looks like a million dollars. He looked yeah. awesome. He looks great. He sells great. He destroys people um, the way that they were doing the tag maneuvers together. And Brian Cage is Brian Cage. He's always has something crazy up his sleeve. But the way that they work tonight to cut off the ring, to have the boys just fighting for their lives the whole time. I love that the boys use their they kind of had that thing, too, of like uh, the uh, Darius Martin thing of like, that's my brother. Like anytime one of their brothers getting destroyed, they're like, no, I got to get in here to help. But the embassy was just smothering them the entire match, just destroying them. But when Dalton Castle eventually did get that hot tag, he looked great. He was fired up. 
Those reverse elbows he was hitting looked really good at a lot of points. Dalton Castle, I think I like the stuff with the six man thing. And I think last week we might have predicted that the boys were going to the boys in Dalton Castle were going to take the titles here. But no, the embassy really destroyed them this whole match. But I'd like to see Dalton Castle as a singles. I think the fire that he showed here and the fire that he always shows, I think he'd be a great contender for a number of the the titles in Ring of Honor. So I'm excited to see what he does here from the future. But the way that the embassy looked right here was what Prince Nada has been saying. Like, no, these guys are monsters. These guys are dangerous. These guys are the trios champions for a reason. And it showed tonight. I, I was very impressed. I think part of why some people haven't been in on the embassy other than it's just been kind of elusive, right? Mm-hmm. Tully was there and right. back and forth. I think um, it's kind of three guys that all work very similarly. I think some yeah. of the fun with trios is that you get to mention, like I say that about House of Black all the time. Like mm-hmm. all three of those guys. Those are three totally different guys. Different yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so this feels a little bit like um, you're dealing with the same animal three different times. Yeah. But Tonight, when it's this type of wrestler, when it's someone this big and badass, there's ways to do that where that's really, really fun. Tonight Mm. was a good showcase of that. I think it just takes a little bit longer to find there. But some people were asking about Brian Cage's contract status a little bit in the chat. FightfulSelect.com had an update a couple weeks ago about that. Nothing new since then, so I'm not trying to get you to go over there to check out anything newer. But um, you can check out for for details. There's been a lot of back and forth about where Brian Cage has been working, how long he's been there. We do know that uh, he's working through Supercard of Honor, at least. But Mm -hmm. that is all I will mention about that. Because I'm not breaking the paywall. Everybody else might be out there screenshotting. That's not what I'm doing out here. Not today, you guys. You better give up your five bucks, you little haters. That's right. Mm -hmm. $1.25 a week. Come on, people. Plus, you get great things. Like, I don't know, Ask Rhapsody behind the paywall. Boom. Pay-per-view post shows with me and Alex Flamsky. Boom, 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 boom. There it is. Mm -hmm. I don't know, breaking news like every day. Whatever, no big deal. Just go to FightClubsLife.com. Stop but, trying to get it for free on the timeline, you little freaks. Right. Or if you end up getting it for free, don't then also complain about that for some reason. Yeah. That always blows my mind. Like, why know. would I pay? I'm just getting it for free. And I'm like, yeah. well, it for free, weirdos. Like, what why is- are you in Sean Ross Sapp's comments saying that? for you then? I don't man. You gotta calm down out there, yeah. people. Mm-hmm. After this match, we do get a uh, continued beat down. And Blake Christian, A.R. Fox, and Metal Elite come out to save Dalton Castle and the boys because they're good guys. They, are. they chase off the embassy a little bit. Looks like we might be setting up for, for a little trio program there. Do you think that's like what it. we get at Supercard? Yeah, I'm thinking that's where this is leading. They're, we have the match next week with the uh, A.R., Blake, and um, Metal Elite against the Trustbusters, which I think will advance more into... We're getting pretty close to the to the show, the big show. So, yeah, I think that's where we're going with that. And that's another incredible, fast-paced, high-flying, intense match that's going to be added to this Supercard of Honor Supercard. I'm so excited for this pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. These ROH, even when the promotion was shut down, the pay-per-views were insane. I'm like, yeah. how... <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty rare where they're not they don't have a great paper like i can't think of like you can probably count on one hand like the bad ones they've had so and for another one 
part of that is the the quality of the matches and also they're just so logically booked like that was one thing i really liked about nxt black and gold was the same same deal of like they kind of had a template Mm. and that worked like they they had a a well-oiled machine and then they let the wrestlers fill in those gaps if it ain't broke why fix it let's do it just that's it but but we got more great wrestlers all right put them in let's do it let's go speaking of great wrestlers second women's match of the of the night look how easy that is reg wow 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 who would have thunk it with some time who would have thought i would come out here and be snarky about it even more what a surprise Ah, we have a hell of a match though this match was tight kate oh man this match was tight (laughs) so this was i'll say this was the best i think madison rain has looked oh yeah her time for Definitely. Uh, for a bit. Um, Trisha Dora hitting Madison Rain with the Lariat Tubman for the win, but a mm. lot of fun spots in this match. I'll let you talk about it first, and then I'll see if there's anything else I want to call out here. Yeah, this is, uh, to your point, the best that Madison Rain has looked. She has been uh, just kind of helping out with Sky Blue, I think, for a lot of long the way and i think people just kind of forgot that like no she used to really she's a former impact champion impact knockouts champion she really used to be out there like going for it and this match right here i was even like damn madison you're really like really throwing them thanks today this is great again trisha dora with another incredible performance looks like a million bucks from the entrance just is overly confident in the best way right now as a professional wrestler knowing that there's nothing that this person across the ring from me can do to stop me, the momentum that I have right now. But Madison Rain really brought everything that she had to this fight. She was really just throwing forearms, just trying to really knock Trisha Dora out. Um, this was a hard-hitting, high-intense match. And I was thinking that all the women's matches that we've had in Ring of Honor have been kind of this, like, what the ring of honor women's division was created for like the reason that they were like, well, we need, we want to have like what's going on on the men's side going on on the women's side. Well, there for a lot of time, it was non-existent, but like we need to have more women so we can create the same thing with the women. I think every match that they've had, you know, especially that incredible main event last week has shown that like, yo, they are bringing exactly what they are here for. And this match right here was awesome. The match earlier in the show was great. It's like all this stuff is just great women's wrestling, great women's wrestlers. The women's division of ROH is starting to stack up to be one of the best in the world right now. Um, wow. I screamed F word. Yeah. At my television. <laughs> when I saw, <laughs> when I saw Madison rain in, uh, the, the submission that Trish had her in, and then she mm. got out of it, delivered that DDT. I was like, oh, holy crap. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and the, the whole ripcord into the suplex sequence, mm-hmm. just great pro wrestling mm-hmm. here. That's all. The crucifix bomb. Ooh. That was, yeah, that went from like the, the ripcord for two mm-hmm. to the suplex for two to the mm-hmm. crucifix bomb for two. Yeah. I was just like, mm. my goodness. Yeah, she was going in. Um, well, this is just darn fun because yeah. now we're in the middle of the stream and we get to talk about the fact that Stu Grayson has re-signed at W or at EW. Oh, that's uh, amazing. That's fantastic. Wow. Tony Khan put out, out the tweet. To Stu. He is, I mean, he really showed that it was a mistake, uh, not, you know, resigning me immediately 
on the indies, the things that he was doing in C4 wrestling, the things that he was doing out in Canada was incredible. Um, I think be, uh, when he had that tweet about after the match with Evil Uno and Mox, where he put out that tweet where he was like, yo, Mox, like you were, you were out of line. Like, that's my bro. Like I'm about to pull up on you. I think that tweet, like, really inspired him and then the performance he just had it was like no i'm gonna get me a contract again bro so shout out to Stu grayson man that's incredible man he's cool i'm so happy to see it i actually said before roh was even fully rebooted i was like Stu grayson would in roh makes so much sense to me i don't know if we'll ever see it like it seems like i'll probably walk back into that dark order picture but he just feels like the kind of guy like a Stu grayson pure match sign me the F-up. Damn the uh, the R the AEW tag division with Stu and Evo back in there. Oh my 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 Delicious. my 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 my. Woo. And now that we have the trios division too, they could use a little bit of a replenishment over in that tag division. So yep, um, that would be really really fun to see. I've been complaining wow. about the Dark Order feeling a little directionless for a while now, so I'm mm-hmm. happy to see it, and I was also happy to see. Matt Seidel and Christopher Daniels versus the Outrunners, Truth Magnum and Turtle, <laughs> Turbo Floyd, who super, super fun. Uh, yes. They had a, a pretty standout appearance on Dark. People were immediately were like, who are these guys that just walked in here from 1986? Mm-hmm. Uh, what a blast. And good yep. workers, too. Mm-hmm. I was really impressed by Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel in this match. I don't know yep. if that's off base, if that was me underestimating, but I felt like they worked really well together and considering they haven't had a ton of reps of late, I was like, well, they yeah. didn't, they didn't miss a beat. Uh, I was, I was very happy to see that. So um, a really, really strong match here. The angels wings and the light lightning spiral. If I can mm-hmm. talk for the win, Seidel and Daniels really great considering it's been 16 years and part-timers. That's crazy. Um, and then we got Aussie Open coming out after this. Fletcher talking about how he was seven years old when Daniels and Saitel were ROH tag team champs. There's some but people that are watching the show that weren't alive when they were tag team champs, and that's just yeah. like, what, dude? That yeah, that's, that is <laughs> gross. That is yeah, gross. Seriously. <laughs> oh man, it's like whenever I see like I'm, I'm a baseball fan. Whenever anyone's like, he's getting older, you know. Now he's in his mid thirties. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> don't tell me that. Or even worse, when they're like, he's getting older. He's going to be 26 this year. And they're like, wait, what did you just like, say? Hold I'm on, fight you. Relax. I'm going to fight you. I like the outrunners. <laughs> I think they they need ROH needs more. All of wrestling always needs more teams like this that are going to be kind of great characters and serious contenders and always like just going to fit a great role. I think they played a great role here. Um, CD and Matt Seidel. Um, I love the the point that Caprice made here. He's like, if you're in a tag team with Christopher Daniels, he's trying to win a, a tag team championships. He's not just in a tag team with anybody for nothing. Like every time he's had a tag team partner, they've won tag team championships. He's one of the best tag team pro, pro wrestlers in the history of wrestling in every company he's ever been in. So he's uh this is going to be cool. And then they were interrupted at the end here by a pretty tremendous tag team. One of the best tag teams in the whole world. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. So Ozzy Open um, for ROH champions, tag team champions, they are probably my pick right now next to Top Flight. If we're talking about that, because they are on fire. 
They absolutely are. I loved him being like, yeah, you were champion when I was seven. It's 2023 and now we're the best in the world. <laughs> yes. It's just really great and effective. And I loved, they really played into the crowd reactions here. You mentioned Caprice. It wouldn't be a Thursday night if we weren't putting Caprice and Ian over. My God. How incredible like, were they the whole time? <laughs> it, it, you don't realize how much it adds until you have bad announcers. Mm-hmm. And then you don't realize how much it adds even more until you hear great announcers. Like the yeah. gap between a good announcer and a great announcer is so wide. Mm-hmm. And right here, like even in the, um, the match between uh, Athena and High End, like he had said something about like, see, that's a rookie mistake. A veteran like Athena is going to recover quicker. And she's taking right. too long to get to the top. Like all those little things just bring the story together so, mm-hmm. so well. They are perfect with those little bridges like that. Both of those guys always have little nuggets that like, you're like, damn, that's just like a great thing to add to the match that nobody else would really think about. But they're just such a tremendous duo that they have to be on TV forever. They're incredible. They really <laughs> are. Go, in 30 years, I want to be like, damn, they're still going at it. These are guys are incredible. <laughs> and they're great on their own, but that when they're locked in as a duo, mm-hmm. just nobody better. Can't be beat. Chris Mueller saying, can we take a moment to appreciate how great the wrestling names Truth Magnum and Turbo Floyd are? Yeah. Yuta versus Connor's rules. We're going to talk about that in a minute. And Athena mm-hmm. is a badass. Agreed with all of that. Truth Magnum and Turbo Floyd, like mm-hmm. truly, truly mm-hmm. just picture perfect it's the not like gimmicks can sometimes be like eh, but these guys really are doing it right they they know exactly how to how to do this thing with the colors the entrance they're just posing just like 80s wrestlers would i love it they're not going out there to be cheesy they're letting yes. the cheese just be there you know exactly. what i mean it's not mm-hmm. like oh look at how cheesy we are they're mm-hmm. just like this is just what we are and it happens yeah. to be very fun and from the 80s yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. oh man mm-hmm. so we move along to a hell of a main event and i gotta oh. tell you pure matches are my maybe my favorite matches and when you have a heel that abides by the rules but also still cheats this is some of my favorite work wheeler Yuta's ever done man like this is so good from him he feels so much more natural as a heel. He feels so perfectly matched, perfectly matched with the pure division. I don't think of Clark Connors as a pure wrestler. Mm-hmm. I didn't think of Mike Bennett as a pure wrestler. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys I don't view as pure wrestlers that when put in a pure match, it brings this whole other side of them out that you mm-hmm. didn't really know. It gets them back to the most fundamental version of being a pro wrestler that you can the right. way that they use the rope breaks, the way that they use those those punch, the one closed fist punch that you get, uh, just to perfection and a hell of a main event here. What a blast. Wheeler, of course, winning. And we're going to talk about what happens at the end here, but I want to give you a minute to talk about the match because they gave this a decent amount of time too. I just, I thought this was an absolute blast. Willer Yuta. Oh my God. I don't know. I think that's like, that's probably one of the best wrestling stories being told right now of like, initially when Willer Yuta joined the Blackpool Combat Club, I wanted it to be Daniel Garcia. That was the homie. I was like, this should have been Daniel. A lot of people saw it. A lot of people said it, but still then <laughs> it still should be. Totally. 
forever. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, salsa uh, on the, the apron, Daniel Garcia. I don't know. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. But uh, yeah, initially it was like, Will or you do? I don't know. But since he's been with these people and the story that they're telling of like, no, I'm a part of the best squad. I have the best teachers, the teachers that'll rip your head off. There's Claudio, there's Moxley, there's Danielson somewhere in the the woods and the forest there. But the way that they've turned him into that and the champion that he's become as the pure champion, the things that he was doing in this match, the heelish, dickish ways of just <laughs> manipulating Clark Connors throughout this match, trying to manipulate the ref into doing slimy things, the way that he used his closed fist on... <laughs> On Clark Connors, where he's like, oh, I got one ref. All right, here it goes. Watch this whole thing. He's just a slimy, dickish heel that has been elevated 25 steps up being a part of the Blackpool Combat Club. I don't know if there's a real. Is there a real Blackpool Combat Club where these guys go to train together? Because if it is, we need to see it. And we need I mean, have they shown videos? But like, is it real? Because it feels like he's really learned something from the best wrestlers in the world and applied it to who he is. This is one of the craziest runs and the craziest transformations I've seen in a wrestler in a long time. Willer Yuta is like, no, for reals, I'm a bad motherfucker. I will break your leg right now. I'll punch you in the mouth. I'm the best champion in the world. And then what he did, I was like legit left with my jaw open of like the challenge he made. Cause it's like, I don't think you could do that. Can you do that? Can he do that? Kate, he could do that. I don't think it goes that way. We do have a chat that was saying exactly what you did for Lockman saying Yuta has become a mood left so hard. At, I still have one. Right. And then boom. Yeah. <laughs> happy wrestling. You too. Happy wrestling to you too. Thank you. I love a heel that goes into a pure match. And his whole thing is, how can I toe the line with the rules here? Right. Instead of like a, the baby face should look at the rules and say, okay, I'm going to operate within them. Yuta uses them as a, okay, I'm going to break the rules in these specific places. It's such mm -hmm. great tactical stuff. And it makes them so much more interesting when those rules come into play in the psychology of a match. Absolute blast. Couldn't agree more with you. Blackpool Combat Club as heel for me. Really, Yuta, especially felt like he looked kind of cheesy in them babyface promos. He did. Not great. Mm -hmm. I like this from him. It feels mm -hmm. authentic. It feels right. Uh, and then what happens next? We're going to talk about it in a second. But before we talk about what happens next there, we're going to talk about what happens next here. We're going to pass this show right off to Cresta Star, who, man, she's been in our little backstage for a little bit. You guys are going to want to see her fit, okay? You guys are going to want to see <laughs> the look that she's bringing to the table. Yes. And then Joel's going to be here, too. But Joel's here, too. It's Ty's last match in Impact, it looks like. So wow. you're going to want to stay tuned to hear them talk about that. But we're going to talk about this real quick. Wheeler Yuta says he's done with the students of these dojos. He's calling mm -hmm. out the teacher. He's calling out... Shibata. What? Holy effing S. Red. What do you mean? I was like, no, you can't. I don't think you could do that. You can't call out Shibata. I don't think that's how this works. But no, he did it. He right sure in the middle did. of the And Claudio came down and was like, seal of approval, young man. He's like, great job. 100%. <laughs> Son, you did a great job. Yes, exactly. What? Exactly as we talked about back there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to throw you to walking around with a coffee next week. It's going to be great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, this One is great. Speech. And uh, do you, if, is this match going to be at Supercard of Honor, Kate? Like, 
I would imagine because it's in California, right? And the LA Dodgers uh, right there. Uh, oh, that's wow. what I'm thinking. Wow. Holy crap! You are going to see a loaded wow. card. I am Whoa. jealous. That's crazy. Jealous. That's crazy. One more super chat before we get out of here and hand this over to Cresta and Joel to talk about everything going on with Impact. We got Brandon Joseph saying, given the possible matches for Supercard, how many titles do we see changing hands to set the base for the new era of ROH? Well, we have to establish tag champs, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, that's the one. Um, I don't see Yuta losing the belt to Shibata if they do do that. Um, Athena, I don't think she should lose the belt either. Um, I I do see Eddie Kingston, though becoming the the new ring of honor world champion like if anything the main one i think kingston is our next ring of honor world champion so that's important yeah and as far as the six man goes i don't know because we don't really Mm. know what brian cage's status is but if they're setting this other trio up they're not it doesn't seem like they're a real trio it seems yeah they they just kind of put together they're not like an established trio so they were like hair fox Let's hang out. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to guess We're they playing. retain as of right now. That's assuming that what we think is getting set up is going to be the card as well. But right. I do think Eddie Kingston's going to win. I will probably cry like a baby at it. I will be mm-hmm. so happy. I think mm-hmm. Athena retains. If you asked yeah. me six months ago, I would have said, well, it was going to be Athena, but she's doing yeah. so much on the main right now. No, let Athena keep that belt. She's great. <laughs> yeah, she's doing such great work. Such great work. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, wait, and she's facing Yuka, right? So she's Yuka. not even facing mm-hmm. Willow. So, yeah, yeah. She's, she's definitely retraining. Mm-hmm. But I think that's good. I think a first pay-per-view out of the gate like that, you kind of want that establishment. Yep, totally. So we are going to go ahead and hand this off to Cresta. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take our little overlay off. I'm going to add... I feel like I should add Joel first because I feel like Cresta needs like a big reveal. <laughs> I honestly because think that's the right, that's the right choice. I think it is too. Joel, how are you? I, I'm great. Uh, how are you guys doing? We're doing Hello? pretty well. We just watched a really cool wrestling show. How was the Impact show? Impact, Impact, Impact. I tell y'all, it's it's completely different from Ring of Honor, but yeah. it's like the best way possible. And I think that's one thing that's cool about this post show is you guys get to talk about like real graps, like the pure stuff. And then we get to tune in and talk about Johnny Swinger for two hours. <laughs> I, love. I do love it. And but, what's the old dude's name? Mike Jackson? Was he on the show tonight? Not tonight. <laughs> maybe, maybe he'll show up in multiverse of matches and have a big, big old banger with Ricky Choshu. I don't know. Yeah, seriously. Oh my God. <laughs> well, we got to bring on the uh, star of the show. Zoom this. in my camera. You see the lies behind <laughs> me. Look at this. <laughs> oh Look my at goodness. this. I'm not wow. kidding. I was like, you. I don't remember where it is in the show, but there was a point where I was like, I laughed as I was talking because I saw Cresta <laughs> drying her mustache glue. I was making sure it stayed down. And I wasn't going to do this, but we can all blame Joel Pearl because he called me a coward in the DMs. Wow. Mama ain't raised no bitch. So now wow. you guys got the Fu Manchu going on. I and I put it. beads in it just for you guys. I don't know what I love more that like you had it just sitting around like that it was just available to do Mm -hmm. or that you were like not only am I coming in with a little mustache I'm coming in with 
before Manchu, <laughs> like the the mustachiest mustache with accessories on short notice. Very dope. First of all, I had to impress, I had to impress UK and Reg. It's my first time working with you guys. I have to impress y'all. Let you know I'm not hacking around. <laughs> so, no, not the full screen, the lies. The there lies. it is. There it is. Now my mustache coming off. I'm laughing too much. Hold on. Mm-hmm. You got to be serious for the whole impact show. So you, your mustache. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's an extremely serious wrestling program. For this is a serious wrestling program brought mm-hmm. to you by Sean Rossat. Yeah. Right. Real quick, Kate and Reg, one thing from ROH that like stood out to y'all this week. Let's get that out there. Ooh, Red, you go first. Uh, the one thing that stood out for me this week was honestly probably the uh, the embassy. Like I was saying, like because for a while I wasn't super into their that you know their whole six man or the whole trios thing, but tonight they really showed fire. They put all those monsters together, and those monsters tried to rip Dalton Castle and the boys apart. So yeah, the embassy. Uh, Wheeler Yuta called out freaking Shibata. So I'm going to go with that. (laughs) Sneaky cool things, though. Uh, Madison Rain, this was her best match since since she's come over to the AWROH brand. This was was really, really fun. Trish Dora doing great work. But uh, yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun doing this handover. (laughs) Yes. We appreciate (laughs) y'all. She comes on and she's like, I got to impress. It is like unbelievably impressive human being with or Very without impressive. a mustache. Mm-hmm. But like, my God. I can't it, laugh. I literally can't laugh. No <laughs> laughs. No laughs. Nothing's funny about, what's funny about wrestling? This is serious Nothing. business. It's very, very serious. serious. Yeah. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. She might be turning heel. She's got the, she's got a, Ooh. it's the beginning uh, of it. Let me Corporate Cresta. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Reg and I are going to get out of here. Stay tuned to hear all about, I can't believe you guys are going to be talking about Taya's last match, and she's debuting at at a Rampage, it sounds like. So have a blast. Stick around. Before you get out of here, I just want to say this. This is the second time that Tony Khan has done this to impact talent. (laughs) Y'all, I'm tired of him spoiling it for me. Uh Oh, He's done this twice in Canada. He did it with Taya last night. And he did it last when they were in Toronto. He did it with the kingdom, brought them out on rampage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you just kick them? Wow. No, they, they, they took themselves out. They took themselves <laughs> out. Yeah. Uh, I got I had to zoom out because the lies, the lies. <laughs> that is so funny. Cresta, how are you? I'm. I am well. I've missed you guys. I was so sick last week, and then as soon as I recovered, my cat got sick. I don't know what happened, but I am back through the power of necromancy, the specter of Bob Backlund, and the spirit of the mustache. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.